When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. By the way, even my husband this morning said, check your Instagram. Bradley is seeing too many beautiful things. Oh, so, I hope he can handle all of it. I know, right? So Tough. FYI, if you need an eye full of beautiful, uh, go to Bradley's Instagram feed. It's he's just seeing some beautiful things. He's in nature trip. right now. He's naturing. Uh, that's Holly Roberts. She and I are hanging out with you here today. Okay, so I don't know. To me, one of the bigger stories of the day is the story about Morgan Wallen being dropped from this weekend's SNL. <gasps> okay, so let's just start with like who is Morgan Wallen? Well, so this actually started yesterday. The conversation was about this Morgan Wallen, who is a country kind of style singer, American country music singer. A country style singer? I mean, Colleen. Okay. I want to be really honest. I am not a fan, generally speaking, of country music. I want to be careful to not make fun of country music. Because no, he's is, a country star. Like he's he's a, an actual country. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a legitimate dude. I, yeah. be, I became familiar with him because, I, and I'm sure country music fans are like, yeesh, you boobs. Yeah. But he was on the Academy of Country Music Awards a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, ago. which you watched because it was on network television. Yeah, and I didn't have uh, Wi-Fi, so there you go. So he was um, on season six of The Voice. Yes. Which isn't our friend... Uh, I I want to say I gotta look this up. I want to say that our friend Kat Perkins was on that same season. Wait, what? Yes, Barry the she lead absolutely was. Oh, okay. That just occurred to me. Well, we just lost a huge opportunity to get some dirt on this guy I from our friend Cat Perkins. Kat, if you're listening, call. Yes, please call the hotline. Rob is ready to answer the phone. Uh, Talk yeah, to us. Yeah, because he was on Usher's team. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Morgan Wallen is his name and he is, I mean, he's, he's a big deal in country music. He's Mm -hmm. legit. He's got a big mullet and he was slated to be the musical guest on Saturday night live this weekend. Okay. Can we just acknowledge that's a big step in anybody's career? When you make it on Saturday night live as a musical guest, it means that you have crossed a certain mainstream threshold where the producers of the show have deemed you mm, buzzworthy enough mm-hmm. to be on that show. And that you can appeal to multiple um, music tastes. Totally. And totally. generations. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of different people watch Saturday Night Live. So that's a big deal. That's a big deal in anybody's career. Well, then 
on his Instagram, uh, was it his Instagram? There were videos and pictures of him out partying and making out with ladies as uh, rock stars have been known to do in the past. And the reason why this is a big deal is because you may not know this, but there is still a global pandemic that is active. We have not contained it in the United States of America. What? I know. And so there are still massive protocols being being taken, being used to keep people safe. And specifically at Saturday Night Live, because they made a choice to go back live, which means they are at Rockefeller Center as we speak doing the things that they do to write and um, rehearse and get ready for a Saturday night live performance of SNL on Saturday night. So we can have enjoyment of live entertainment. Yes. And some lols, some real authentic lols because they've brought in a studio audience to watch them perform their show. So part of what they're doing in order to um, be able to have this live studio audience, it includes everybody getting tested every day for COVID, um, mask wearing, social distancing in in their offices. Um, when they bring in a an audience, they found a loophole in the regulations for the state of New York that um, allows them to have an audience as long as the audience is paid. So they treat them like employees. Mm -hmm. Um, The audience is also tested. They are doing everything within their power to make sure that they don't have an outbreak that is on their watch. And Morgan, uh, Morgan, what's his last name again? Wellen? Wallen. Wallen. (laughs) Sorry, I was like, I already forgot about him. Decided to put all of that in jeopardy by going out partying and boasting about it. And now the news today is that he's been dropped as the performer on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Oh, geez. Oh, goodness. Where's my sad trombone? There it is. Um, He has posted a two plus minute video on social media. Uh, yesterday he did this to apologize for oh by the way it was tiktok it was not instagram tiktok because he's younger <laughs> sorry that's what the kids for me it would be instagram no but the tiktok um but he apologized for um for what was shown this uh these videos of him socializing maskless at a crowded bar and a house party in alabama making out with ladies um and he by the way has not tested positive for covid but that's not that to me is neither here nor there. Mm-mm. It is the boastful behavior um, that sort of that, and to me it speaks a little bit about like the cult of celebrity. Also, that um, there's an air of like I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. I'm a big oh. enough deal. They want oh. me bad enough. This doesn't matter. That there will be no consequence for the action of exposing yourself and thereby possibly exposing other people because you feel like you're a big enough deal. You don't say. Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, you you released this apology on Instagram and I haven't really quite frankly haven't really bothered to listen to it in as much as you know he's giving the standard boilerplate apology and saying that he was short-sighted mm-hmm. and that you, he does reflect on the fact that he blew this big opportunity on Saturday Night Live and that it could affect his long-term career goals. Because you and I talking, mm-hmm. 
You had no idea who no Morgan Wallen was. Mm-mm. I had a, a slight idea of who a Morgan Wallen was. But uh, not being on Saturday Night Live, the conversation kind of stops there where he had an opportunity to have that really broad, multi-generational audience yeah. to sing about. I think some of his, a lot of his songs are about beer and trucks and, sure, cool. and, and mullets and, and things. Those See, are things that people <laughs> enjoy. But it's just... A it, worthy cause. Yeah, a worthy cause. So, yeah, it's it does speak to that invincibility. It's it, it's like this was a week away, and then you decided to party, and then you put it on TikTok, Ooh. and then you shared it with the world Ooh. because that's the thing when you put something on the internet, even if you think it's private, there's a possibility of it getting out there. Well, and if not you're that putting that, it on TikTok, you want people to see it. Not that that makes me paranoid in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I, I want to just say also, I commend Saturday Night Live because they really, I mean, did they actually have a choice? I don't know that they did. Well, because the optics would have been catastrophic well, yeah what would have been catastrophic it would have been like mm-hmm. we have gone through all of this effort to put on saturday night live and then this person is actively doing yeah on sucking so, face suck- with randos right so their hand was forced by morgan wallen but i also think you know um how am i gonna say this i'm just gonna say this because i'm gonna say it um saturday night live deals with current events um there may be some current events that they will be parodying this weekend on Saturday Night Live that deal with this type of behavior mm-hmm. uh, that has been exhibited in other areas of the world, such as and such as maps, U.S. Americans. Um, they could not speak out of both sides of their mouth and do that parodying if they were not willing to take a drastic step with this scene. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, totally. Like they couldn't have Morgan Wallen on as their musical guest and ignore what he did if they're going to be. And I promise you they will be parodying some of the other current events having to do with people who have contracted COVID. I'm just saying I'm not saying. And that's not an opinion. That's just a fact. Right. They will be covering current events. They likely will have a perspective on it and they can't have Morgan Wallen on. Uh, and make fun of those in clear conscience. Yeah, now, absolutely. my my big question is: I'm curious how they're going to like fill the gap now. Who's going to be able to come in at the last minute, right? And, in and, this way, in this way, and be any kind of musical guest? Something tells me they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I feel like Lauren Michaels has a lot of friends in the music business, and he's going to be able to look through his Rolodex and mm-hmm. pluck somebody out, find somebody, and find somebody who's do gonna it on be, short notice. Yeah, they're going to be fine. And also, if you're looking at it from the publicity angle of Saturday Night Live, this ultimately works in their favor because now people are going to be asking yeah. the same question that you were. And they're going to tune in to find out. Yes. And honestly, if I'm Saturday Night Live, I might not announce it. I might wait until no, I'm not Saturday Night Live, but I might wait until Saturday and roll up for the live performance and see who see who's there. Mystery day. I know. Don't be late. All right. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Rob is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. 
Rob's got all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, ladies. Well, Ed Sheeran's manager called Britain's Princess Beatrice a blanking idiot. In a, new, in a new interview for allegedly slicing the singer's face open with a sword during a drunken party <laughs> and revealed that people tried to convince him to cover up the incident. It reportedly happened at a party four years ago when Beatrice, who recently married, supposedly pretended to knight singer James Blunt with a sword, but didn't realize that Ed Sheeran was standing close behind her when she raised the blade. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, I mean, I remember... I remember when this happened. I remember we thought it was kind of a funny little story. Um, And I also am not surprised that there was a move to try to cover it up, right? Because it does not look good on the Royals. No, it doesn't. But it also goes to show this is a little peel behind the curtain of the way that the royal family operates in as much as if there's anything that could possibly embarrass the firm, the British royal family, mm-hmm. they're going to do their darndest to try to bury any kind of negative press. That's true. So then you can use this story and you can apply it, oh, I don't know, to everything. Prince I mean, don't worry, that will come up later. Mm-hmm. By the way, the sword is said to have sliced Ed Sheeran's cheek just a few inches below his right eye. Oh, I mean, he did have a nasty gash from that. He could have literally had his eye poked out. You poke your eye out. You poke your eye out. Somebody tell Beatrice that. Did hmm. she not learn that lesson when she was younger? Something tells me probably she was. She didn't watch the Christmas story. No, I, I can just so. imagine her running through Buckingham Palace with scissors <laughs> in her hands. Hello, <laughs> I'm running my <laughs> that is my best uh, Queen's was, English. Well done. Uh, Showtime has canceled the Kristen Dunst dark comedy series on Becoming a God in Central Florida. Entertainment Weekly is confirming that the series has been canceled after initially renewing the show for a second season. That reversal comes amid the COVID-19 pandemic. In a statement to Dateline, the network cited challenges that prevented it from moving forward with production on season two of On Becoming a God in Central Florida with Kristen Dunst. You know, I didn't even, I had never even actually heard of this. So I didn't, what I'm saying is I haven't watched season one. (laughs) However, I adore Kirsten Dunst. This was the show that was executive produced by George Clooney. And Kirsten Dunst played a woman who got herself into a a multi-level marketing scheme. And it was the story of how she was working her way up. Okay, now I want to watch this. And now I'm mad there's not going to be a season two. Well, now there's no more, Colleen. Maybe you should have watched it when it first came out. I didn't know about it. It's their fault. (laughs) I hate it when that happens. Now, you know, this is interesting. This is we can't have nice things. This is the second show in as many days that has been canceled because of Mm COVID-19. And they are using that as an official reason. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Why they are canceling this. The first show was Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. And uh, a lot of the cast members really vocally upset about yeah. the cancellation of and that show. And understandably so. Yeah, that was a really wonderful show. And then this show now, it'll be interesting to see if anybody comes out and says something or they're just going to give a standard boilerplate. Well, I really liked working on this show and I'm thankful for the opportunity and, and all of that kind of stuff. So I always wonder in these cases, are we getting, is it genuine COVID-19 concerns that we can't get the production off the ground or is this studio executives being like, we just really don't want to do this, but we're just going to say COVID-19 yeah, well, because the it's world just a right convenient now. excuse. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Adam Sandler honored his late grown ups co-star Cameron Boyce in his new Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween. Hmm. At the ending credits, as they roll, a photo of Boyce and an emotional tribute pop up on the screen. It says, in loving memory of Cameron Boyce, gone way too soon and one of the kindest, coolest, funniest and most talented kids we knew. You live on forever in our hearts and are truly missed every day. It's, you know, listen, he was also um, memorialized or uh, Sky Jackson, who was his co-star on um, oh, the one with Debbie Ryan, Jesse. She did uh, a tribute to him, Cameron Boyce, on Dancing with the Stars the other day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, between that and then this news, it's like y- you realize what a huge, enormous loss that was, and, and by all accounts, the people who worked closely with him all felt very similarly about what kind of a person he was. Yeah. And he was way too young. Oh, way too young. So it's just heartbreaking. So young. But was Jesse on Disney Channel? Yeah. Because he was also a part of Descendants. And I got to know Cameron mm. Boyce because I really wasn't watching the Disney Channel when he was a star through this documentary called Showbiz Kids on HBO. Mm-hmm. That was this year. And they talked to Cameron Boyce in detail before he passed away. And he was really insightful about being a child star, what it took, what it took from him, mm. and how he wanted to move forward in his career. And it's just so unfortunate that he never got the opportunity to really transition into full adult stardom yeah, in a way that he should have. It's yeah. so sad. Cameron Boyce died, by the way, last July. He was just 20, and that happened uh, while he was sleeping, an yeah. epileptic seizure. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson is celebrating the fact that he's now reached 200 million followers on Instagram, making him the most followed man in America. Johnson, in a video directed fan shared a toast, discussed the milestone, and noted that he has learned Always to speak his truth. And when you do speak your truth, do your best to speak with dignity, compassion, respect, poise, and empathy. The Rock wrote alongside the clip. Even when the conversations get uncomfortable, when you approach with respect and care on the other side of discomfort is clarity and progress, he said. Soccer star Ronaldo has the most followers worldwide on Instagram with 238 million. While wow. Who has the most as a woman? Is it oh. Selena Gomez? Uh, not no. her, but kind of close. Uh, kind of uh, close. Help, Colleen, I'm help. trying. I can't. Help. I thought it was Selena. <laughs> Kylie? Oh, don't say that. Kylie. Uh, first initial A. Oh. Ariana Grande. Adele? Ariana Grande. Oh. Yes! Oh, that's All good. All right. 
Can I just say that I think one of the reasons why so many people follow The Rock... I feel like he's the human manifestation of a accessories poster. Oh, that's good. I wasn't even <laughs> going to say that, but you're totally right. I was going to say, like, I just can't believe his physique. And so, Oh, so you're just going straight for... Not like, like in a sexy way, more in like a, how does that happen? A lot of protein... Weightlifting. Do you remember when he posted a picture of all the food he eats? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it's really just something to marvel at. Yes. It's sort of this like weird voyeuristic curiosity. Oh yeah. Because That's it. well, you, you look at the rock's day to day schedule and you marvel at the fact that his whole cheat day is five platters of sushi. Ugh. That he takes out. And like that's his cheat. And it's astounding. So congratulations to you, Rock, on your caloric consumption. Yeah. It's, really it's just wild. A, a marvel. It mm-hmm. is wild. We salute you. Oh, Rob, thank you for that. Thanks, uh, Rob. Thank Welcome. you for that dirt alert. Uh, hey, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. No Bradley. He's on a vacation. We're here. We're hanging out with you, Holly Roberts and myself and that dolphin. Um <laughs> But we want to play a little game, and that game is called the 30-Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30-Second Pop Culture Challenge! Do we have a player today? We do. We have Riley on the phone. We've got Riley on the line, and what is Riley playing for? A My Talk 1071 t-shirt! Yay! Yay! Okay, Riley, you know how this goes. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Riley, here we go. Lauren Michaels is the executive producer of what late night program? SNL. Alex Van Halen plays what instrument in Van Halen? Guitar. Try again. Bass. Try again. Drum. Yeah. What MTV show was abbreviated abbreviated to TRL? Total Request Live. What actor's face is the inspiration for Michael Myers' mask in Halloween? Oh, uh, William Shatner. One Direction was formed on what British singing competition show? X-Factor. <laughs> yeah, Riley! Congratulations! You won the 30-second pop culture challenge! Nice! All right, Riley, hang on the line. Rob is going to make sure to get your information so that we can get you your MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Congratulations! All right, and for those of you... You're welcome. For those of you who wish you could be just like Riley, you can try tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's called the 30-second pop culture challenge. And now that we've done that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. I gotta let you know, guys, that NT Lawyer has been slow on the draw for publishing celebrity gossip mysteries today. I'm not gonna blame him. There's like, the celebrities are not being very entertaining lately. I know, it's challenging, but... Dug through the past couple of days of some celebrity gossip mysteries that we haven't gotten to yet. Now, Colleen, Rob, feel free to join in the game as well. 
Sharpen your celebrity gossip mystery solving skills mm. here with your first I love it. blind item. All that time, the vertically challenged A-plus list mostly movie actor is spent in Eastern Europe mingling with the leaders who want to meet him is paid off. That studio in new hands with a new name is financing all the actors' movies and the money is flowing directly from the countries the actor has visited. The studios say it's coming from somewhere else, but nobody believes them. Ooh, Tom Cruise. Fill in the blanks, man. I'm going to do my That's best. That's a lot. Because there's a there's lot a happening lot, there. And I don't know if we can fill in all the blanks. It's but okay. essentially, the blind item is that Tom Cruise has spent a lot of time hustling about Eastern Europe. And it's paid off because there is money coming from places that are funding his Mission Impossible movies. The latest headline is that Tom Cruise was spotted filming in Norway on a train Doing Mission Impossible stunts. Not quite Eastern Europe, Europe, but, you know, he's out and about. He's doing his thing. He's finding people that want to finance his movies and his stunt work. I mean, let's just face it. Mission Impossible movies are just uh, showcases for Tom Cruise doing oh, stunts. That, because that's all. Yeah. That's it. It's. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, actually, with my kids about how like what stunt people do and why celebrities would want to do their own stunts and you know my kids were like why would a celebrity want to do their own stunts and i said well they get a lot of attention for it i mean really that's right they do and 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 at some point with you know with tom cruise it's almost like it's the only thing people really talk about anymore um because Which that's all that Tom Cruise is. wants you to talk yeah. about. Let's remember the last time that Tom Cruise tried to be an empathetic human being. Didn't really work out so well. Which time was that? You know, he was jumping on the couch. Oh, true, true, true. On Oprah. Yep. And, no. and all this of that. This way he can control the narrative. You yes. know, if he's just doing his own stunts, he gets to control that narrative. By the way, his Instagram is not well populated. I, I, I. I don't like it. Because Tom Cruise only uses it to talk about upcoming projects that he's doing. Yeah. Because it's easier for Tom Cruise to control his celebrity saying, I am Tom Cruise, action movie star. That way, you're not asking me, oh, about things such as Scientology. Scientology? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next. Okay, another celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. Don't forget that it's selective editing when it comes to the A-list singer in quotation marks. The Mm. idea is to make her look as unstable as possible, so videos and pictures are found which show that. Yikes. Oh, that's Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... So it's so funny that you say that. So first of all, that doesn't surprise me because I always think that when I see pictures of her, I think, why did somebody select that particular picture? And, And most specifically... The one that I'm referring to is the other day, the photograph of her wearing jeans and a flannel shirt. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I said when we talked about it, it's three pictures in a row, all of them of her standing in the exact same place in the exact same outfit. And in all of them, she's smiling in that way that kids smile when you tell them to smile and they just pull the co- corners of their mouths back and it doesn't look like a smile. It almost looks like a grimace. Right. And I was... Looking at those pictures and thinking, why would somebody pick those pictures? And this fits. 
I'm sorry. I'm going to let you fill in the blank. Did you already do that? No, I okay. didn't. <laughs> Why don't you do it so that yeah. and then I can finish the thought? All right. So don't forget that it's selective editing when it comes to Britney Spears and her social media. The idea is to make Britney look as unstable as possible so videos and pictures are found which fit that narrative. So interestingly, and this is the latest um, headline about Britney Spears from TMZ, and it's literally... This is, I'm just going to read you the headline, which is basically a report of a report. Britney Spears, her lawyer likens her to a comatose patient. Okay. Yikes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of those uh, scenarios where think about the way that we all post on social media. You're communicating something. Right. And there's a thought behind the communication Whatever that communication may be. Right. And, and you're usually trying to find the like the best version of whatever you're trying to communicate. Right. Right. And so... So in this case, maybe the best version is the worst version. Right. Or that's the version that they want you to think right. is the best version. Ugh. Yeah. And this, by the way, this article in TMZ is all about... Um, there was a hearing yesterday, actually, in Britney's conservatorship case... Um, that started as a routine hearing, but then the judge started going down that avenue of Britney wanting a co-conservator for her estate to work alongside her dad, Jamie Spears. So then a different conversation opened up, and the judge asked her lawyer if Britney would sign a declaration so there'd be a firsthand account of her feelings. And he said Britney lacked the capacity to sign a declaration. Oh. He likened her to a comatose patient. Oh. He was not saying she's comatose, but he used it by way of example to show that she's not capable of signing a legal document. If you're calling somebody comatose, that means that you're likening them to being completely incapacitated. Yeah. And not, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting because, like, in the last few days, for various reasons, I've been watching old videos of, of Britney. And you can see you it's it's so clear the decline Ooh. in whatever's going on with her. Yeah. Oh. Um, just sort of like, yeah, it's it's just terribly sad. It's terribly sad. Mm. OK, do we have time for one more? Oh, yes. Yay. Now, this is a confirmed celebrity gossip mystery. We know who this is about. The illiterate one was being told to settle, but that doesn't make for a good documentary. So she got a new lawyer who is willing to take it to Ooh. trial. Oh, the illiterate one. Yeah. And there's a documentary. Well, the documentary, the knowledge of the documentary, mm-hmm. it's, we, not, it's not public. We don't have that. We don't. We don't have. We that. don't have no, that. No. Um. Okay. And she got a lawyer who's willing to take whatever this is to trial. Yes. Can you give me some hints about who, like, what, what genre of entertainment we're in? <laughs> uh, this is beyond entertainment. Mm. This is in the. This person is a celebrity. They used to be an entertainer. Okay. And we follow the story like it's entertainment. Meghan Markle. Interesting. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. Duh. Okay. Oh yeah. It all makes sense. <laughs> it all makes sense. Let me fill in the blank for you. So Meghan Markle was told to settle her lawsuit with the Daily Mail, but that doesn't make for a good documentary on Amazon, Netflix. That's what I meant. So Meghan got a new lawyer <laughs> who's willing to take it to trial. So this is anti lawyer is convinced 
And we haven't really talked about a lot of these blind items on the air, if if at all. But NT Lawyer's theory is that part of this Netflix deal that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle signed with Netflix is a docu-series type show that is following Meghan Markle's lawsuit with herself and the Daily Mail. And that all goes back to the letter that the Daily Mail published that Meghan wrote to her dad a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. about all the wedding drama, all that kind of stuff. And the lawsuit is still going on. The latest thing that we learned about it is that the British judge is allowing the Daily Mail to use finding freedom as evidence in this trial. And it's moving forward. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, and uh, it's going to happen in January if they don't settle. But her people apparently have told, hey, Megan, you, you should settle, man. But then apparently... She jettisoned the people who told her to settle, and now she wants to move forward because it makes for interesting docu-series fodder. This is what's wrong with the world. (laughs) I mean... Really? Okay, this is a thing that is wrong (laughs) with the world. That, like, that decisions are made about major, major life events based on what will tell a more entertaining story. I'm fascinated to see if this blind item comes to fruition. Meaning... Is a docu-series-like show part of the big Netflix deal between Harry and Meghan? We don't know. So this is totally just gossip at this point, but we're here for it. I'm here for it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, another thing we've been here for, whether we like it or not, is a publationship called Chonus. Uh, What is a publationship, Holly? A celebrity relationship for publicity. And what's a Chonus? A Chonus is a Nick Chonus Jonas. Jonas. Oh, God, I can't get it right. And Priyanka Chopra. It's just that we've been putting them together for so long. Who can remember? Um, I'll tell you the update on the two of them when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. We love a publationship on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yeah. And uh, we love a publationship. What is a publationship? A publationship is a relationship in the world of celebrity meant to publicize itself. And um, we give them names, kicky little names. And this one is called Chonus. What's a Chonus? Oh, it's a Nick Jonas and a Priyanka Chopra. There we go. <laughs> Got it right. Okay, well, you know what? It's so obvious. Can we just talk about how obvious they are? Can we have a Jonas bonus? The, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a Jonas It's time for a Jonas bonus. Okay, so when they first started, now we have been following this publicationship since its inception. This is the original publicationship, at least on the Colleen and Bradley yeah, show. Yeah, this is what actually keyed us into what a publicationship was, or publicationships in general. So these two just to give you a quick thumbnail of a history of the two of them they first appeared on the uh, met gala red carpet together a long time ago and then they started dating and then all of a sudden they were getting married and it happened very quickly it was very whirlwind and the wedding celebration was ginormous 
and it included a whole lot of sponsored content opportunities. Oh, yes. And we watched them all the way through, right? So everything from Tiffany for the rings to um, his vodka brand for the bachelor party to a bird scooter for his bachelor party to even the wedding dress. There was a lot of press around that Vera Wang, right? Uh, Ralph Lauren. That's what I meant with a 75 foot train. We got to see the whole thing via drone. It was was beautiful. And an am like they had, there was an Amazon partnership with the registry. I mean, it was just like, it was almost obscene. It was bordered on obscene how uh-huh. much sponsored content was woven into this wedding. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, this is fishy. But over the course of the last two years, they've been married. And we see when there is not sponsored content, we don't see a whole lot of the two of them together on their um on their social media and it's gotten less and less since Nick Jonas is no longer touring. It's, it's like if they had something to promote or if they had um, sold some sort of sponsorship opportunity, then we would see them post together. But other than that, we just don't even see them together at all. And for a couple who's been pretty public about their relationship and they talk about each other at every opportunity in every interview, you're starting to see the cracks in the fact that they only post about each other when they're trying to promote something. Well, yeah, because it's how well, this is an interesting exercise mm-hmm. in how long can a publication last and serve its purpose? And this is where I feel in, like in the, in the public, somebody did not think this all the way through because they don't. Oh, anyway, you're right, though. This is like an exercise in how long does this go on? In the public eye. So here's the latest. I saw this headline and I thought, boy, you got paid to say this. MSN said, I love you, Babu. Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's Instagram PDA just took our hearts away. Uh, I already want to vomit. So I go over to Nick Jonas's um, Instagram. Yeah, I need to go there because my computer is a little slow. Okay. Hold on. So there's, you know, there's a couple other. Posts and like again, the posts of him at home, but no Priyanka Chopra in the picture. Um, he's got that cute dog, he's got that cute well, dog. That's a whole different story. The picture that we let one of them that we talked about here on the show, one of the last pictures of Priyanka and Nick together was that horrific Photoshop it job was terrible of Nick, Priyanka, and all of their dogs. It was ridiculous, and the weird dog toy floating in space. So this is from six days ago. Nick Jonas posts a picture of the cover of Priyanka Chopra's um, memoir that is um, going to be released. And Nick Jonas posted, because again, they have something to promote. So incredibly proud of you, Priyanka Chopra. Quick question. Can I please get a signed coffee? Winky face. Everyone go pre-order my wife's beautiful memoir now. To which Priyanka Chopra almost immediately replied, only if I get an autographed copy of Blood. Let's get it. I love you, Babu. Now, what is blood, you ask? What is blood? Genuinely, I I ask. I know, right? (laughs) Because I'm like, she wants a copy in his blood? I thought that was a little bit... Ooh, vampiric. Blood is the memoir by the Jonas Brothers that is forthcoming. Oh, Oh, we don't. And when I say forthcoming, I mean was published in 2019. Oh, okay. So it's already out there. (laughs) 
But but do you see how this works? Like yes. they don't they don't interact with each other unless it's on the public stage and if they have something to promote. Well, and it's interesting because this is how the Instagram algorithm is designed. So I'm looking at Nick Jonas's uh Tribute to Priyanka Chopra's memoir, this post. Tribute post. Mm -hmm. So automatically, hers pops up first out of all the Mm 1,779 comments. So this is that kind of performative back and forth. And, you know, sometimes you do that with people on social media. It's fun. Every once in a while, I do that with my significant other, too, and we'll kind of play around. Right. But, uh I'm not a Priyanka Chopra. I'm not a Nick Jonas. I am not an international celebrity. So it's very strategic when these guys are doing something Absolutely, like that. Because they know how the algorithm works. Yeah. And they're and they're kind of doing the schmoopy I love you situation because it works. It works. Now she has, if you go over to her Instagram, somebody has done somebody's working on her Instagram. Oh yeah. Because she has kind of not I don't want to say wiped it. She hasn't wiped it, but she has recurated it in such a way that it uses the tiles to tell a story. There are more um there are more pictures showing up of her and Nick together. Um there it just it's clear that there's somebody who's tweaking it. So that it will look just so. Well, and it's interesting because a lot of celebrities have people tweaking their social media, but not in such a visible way. So it's actually kind of going against trends of quote unquote authenticity yeah. on social media. Exactly. It's fascinating. All right. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we need to crowdsource a question for Holly. Holly needs to get out of her activity rut and do something. What can she do to celebrate fall? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.